0: Hey guys, welcome back to Coffee on the Rocks, hosted by Roxy. It has been so long since I have done a podcast episode. When I tell you, I am like ecstatic right now. Is that how you say it? Ecstatic? Ecstatic? Fuck it. I'm so happy right now. I have my iced coffee. It's currently 5 p.m but I kind of got sidetracked with other things and I was like you know what I don't care I'm still getting my coffee because makes me happy and I can't do the podcast without coffee like are you kidding me it's a whole it's a whole thing you know anyways hi how are you guys it's been a minute no literally it's been a month so much has happened in that month um which I will get into but I actually wrote a Word document on my notes for this episode because I really didn't want to miss anything and I was like, you know what, we're going to actually be prepared and we're going to have our thoughts gathered and let's just get started. Highs and lows of the week. Should I start with the high or the low? Hmm. I'm just going to start, well, it would be like highs and lows of the month because it's been a month. <laughs> Okay, let's start off with the low, as usual. Um, I had talked about this on my Instagram about being afraid of silence. I am someone who is constantly on the go, 24-7, always doing something, always thinking a million things at once. I get sidetracked so easily because I'll start something and then I start another thing because I just remembered about it, and it's my mind is all over the place. Um, but I recently started meditating I started it on I started doing this on January 1st because I told myself I really want to give my mind a break I follow this soul cycle instructor Victoria Brown on Instagram she is so inspiring and she talks about meditating a lot and I was like you know what let me give it a try I have the varus app um if you guys don't know what virus is it's an it's a fitness app where you can do a bunch of different things. You can do soul cycle, you can do yoga, you can do so many things. And meditating is one of those. So, I was like, let me try this out and see how it goes. So, I I know you're supposed to like close your eyes, but I decided to look at myself in the mirror because it's one of those things that I don't really do that much for a long period of time other than soul cycle like in class you're staring at yourself in the mirror but I'm more looking at my form during class I'm not like looking at myself and I'm not like saying things to myself so during this meditation it was a 10 or 15 minute meditation and I started crying because I hadn't looked at myself in a long time like I hadn't fully looked at myself and seen how much progress i've made in such a long time and it just felt so amazing to let it out and be like i started saying things to myself that i say in my head but i don't really say it out loud and i started saying things like you are fucking beautiful you are so strong and wow when i tell you i felt like i was rejuvenating. I felt like something in me had to be healed and this was step one. Meditating, man. Like I used to be that person that I could not sit still. I avoid silence at all costs. I try to blast my music in my car. I love being around other people. I love calling my friends 24-7 and I never like to sit in silence. But there's so much power in being alone and being still giving your mind a break because when I was meditating I was like I don't have to worry about anything else other than just being here right now because my mind is always on the go and it just felt so amazing because other than sleeping which is like something that we have to do like around nine thirty slash 10 my eyes are so tired and like start closing because I have just been on the go all day and when I go to sleep it's like boom I have to go to sleep because my brain cannot and I can't keep my eyes open so yeah it was really really freaking nice so I guess this is a low because I figured out that I hate silence but silence is necessary and there's so much power in silence um, but I turned it into a high in a way because I was able to learn something from it so for my high of the month Um, I just don't think I've ever known myself better than I do right now. And I think I'm constantly changing and evolving. Um, But I really do believe that I used to rely on people for my happiness all the time. And I was happy. I definitely was happy. But it was more of relying on others for my happiness. And I just got to a point where yes I was single and I was getting to know myself but like I was still depending on other people for me and I truly never could say that I was happy if I could just spend the day alone and if I did spend the day alone then I was like okay I have to spend time with someone else tomorrow and see so many people during the week because I just I have to and it no you don't have to you have to be happy alone and that is just very essential for me and that is where I find most of my happiness is just spending time alone also with finding myself and spending time alone I have been manifesting a lot as I've been talking about on my podcast my last episode was talking about how manifesting has changed my life and when we talk about manifesting we I feel like subconsciously we only do it for ourselves obviously we're like I am I'm working on I'm doing this and that. You're projecting your future already as if it's already happened. And we don't really think about, I mean, I guess you can correlate some things, but like if you say, I am working on becoming a better person, I am trying to become more kind. Yes, you know, you're trying to do things for others in a way, but most of the time manifesting is like, for our lives and enriching our lives and becoming better. But I had, like, these split moments during this past week, actually, where I was around certain people, and they were co-workers. And I have these moments once in a while with random people, but especially with people who have this light. Like, I, I can sense people's energies, and I just wanted it almost felt like a the sensation of a hug and I just wanted to tell them like you are so bright and it like I'm smiling so hard right now because you ever find those people that you just love their energy and I told them I was like you are like such a positive person so amazing like I hope you know that and at this, sorry for the background noise, I'm at a parking lot. Anyways, and so I started saying things in my mind like, these people are gonna get so far and these people are gonna attract positive things into their lives, they're gonna reach their goals and I just have this huge feeling that they are gonna be amazing. And I was manifesting for them. I guess you, some people could say I was praying for other people but for me, because I'm a spiritual person, I guess I could say I was manifesting for them. And I know those people are going to get so far in life because they have this energy around them of positivity and the way they make people feel. Maybe it's just me, but like the way, like I can't explain it. Like it's such a good feeling. That was another high of my week is manifesting for others, not only thinking about yourself. So today's episode is a 2020 recap. 2020 was... We all know, we all say the same shit. 2020 was a crazy fucking year. And I mean, no shit, like obviously. But I also wanted to touch on some things that I learned this year. So I'm going to do 20 things I learned in 2020 or 20 tips, I guess. Um, 20 things that I found most inspiring, 20 things that made up this year for me. Number one, I talk about this all the time maybe it's because I'm single but (laughs) make yourself a priority at the end of the day you're your longest commitment also I want to say that most of these are probably from Pinterest and they're Pinterest quotes but they're so good and I'm gonna dive into them I'm not just gonna say them and then be like yeah and on to the next one no this is super super important and sometimes we get lost you know sometimes we can slip away from getting to know ourselves and making ourselves a priority because we meet someone new and you know they become a part of our lives and then I think that being alone for me I'm speaking for myself because I came out of a four-year relationship in April so it's only been a couple of months and I love it I, I honestly really really do do I get lonely yes I've talked about this in an episode but I have gotten to know myself so well. I'm so happy and I definitely have my highs and my lows, but I've learned where to project that onto, like whether that's working out. If I'm super upset, I'll hit the gym and I will literally hit the gym. Like, (laughs) I just, I, I don't know. I think being alone for a certain amount of time is super important to get to know yourself. Make yourself a priority, period. Okay, number two. Be grateful for the little things in life. Man, we always say this, like, you know, you gotta appreciate the little things, but I took a trip to Honduras. Mind you, this was the week that we went into lockdown, so we did not expect this to happen. Um, and we got stuck in Honduras for a bit, but probably the most life-changing trip for me. It really, really taught me How much we take for granted. Like the lives we live here and the lives in Honduras are just, I can't even put into words how different it is and how superficial life is here in a way. Even though they are less fortunate than us, they are richer in other aspects. And by this, I mean they really value relationships and you know the day-to-day life over there is so different than here but like at the end of the day family's huge over there like family's everything and I think that really showed me like how the key to happiness is relationship having those people around you that quote that says money can't buy happiness I don't agree to a certain degree because I think that money can definitely buy things that make you happy but like at the end of the day it's about the people you surround yourself with and the people you care about what you invest your energy into and I just I realized how my mindset going in there and my mindset coming back were two different things like it it really really opened my eyes okay next one if you're going to be weird be confident about it no one is you and that is your power another Pinterest quote um no but seriously though hold on there is so much power in this quote because well one no one is you and that is your power like we are all different individuals with different minds with different experiences and people you know come into your lives sometimes for a really long time sometimes for a short amount of time the people you come in contact with and who you allow into your life like they really do make a difference in your life whether you believe it or not wait i'm totally getting off topic <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> yeah so i'm talking about individuality and how you need to own who you fucking are i think sometimes while dating i've done this a lot where I feel like I can't be my full self on the outside I am like very outgoing very talkative and I I know how to lead a conversation but inside I am like my mind is running a thousand miles per hour I'm thinking so many things and I'm like should I talk about this should I not talk about this because I don't want this person to think I'm weird I don't want this person to think this and that like I really do get in my head about shit like that um which I'm working on trust me I'm really working on this but then I realized that those things that you think make you so weird or might make someone not be as interested in you those are the little quirks that people usually love about you and if they don't love it like fuck that because sorry if I'm cursing honestly no I'm not I'm not sorry but people love that about others is individuality like own it own who you are seriously so a way I've been practicing this is whenever I feel like I want to say something and I'm questioning myself if I should say it I just say it I'm like you know what whatever and then people usually laugh because they're like Roxy you're like funny without even trying sometimes and I'm like that was me questioning myself what if I didn't say that you know like the laugh wouldn't have been there value those who value you those who want to be part of your life will make an effort oh man this uh, this hits to the core because i used to be the friend who would reach out almost every day to my friends like if these friends were reaching out to me but they weren't, not all of them. Some of them were So I, once I took a step back and I was like, you know what? If my friends aren't valuing me as much as I value them, like what is the point? Like it's a two way street, baby. Like they should be putting in the effort and you should, it's a relationship in a way without like the dates and stuff. Well, kind of, cause you do see them. But like, you know what I mean? Friendships are a form of relationships. You can't fully give in to someone and then they're giving 10% like no 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 no. that's not what we're doing that also shows you your level of self-worth like if someone isn't giving you attention and you're giving them attention what does that say about you think about it it's a reflection of you like you want someone who doesn't really care no that's not the energy we are bringing into 2021 know your worth next one this one is one they're all really important but this is the one this this one hits hard life is a constant up and down cycle we have to allow the hard experiences to occur in order to grow i talk about this a lot because it was definitely the turning point of 2020 for me i definitely believe i had a spiritual awakening when my stepdad passed away oh man like I want to make a whole episode on this but it was so hard for me to get out of that it was the hardest hardest point of my life and it I also went through a breakup right before that so it was a lot as one could imagine and I used to not be able to talk about this without crying and now I can talk about it and I'm okay I just remember thinking that like the world was ending. And I know that sounds dramatic, but like with, especially with everything going on in the world around that time, and losing him and losing my partner, like it was just so much. And I just don't, like sometimes I look back and I'm like, I don't know how I got out of that. It it was really fucking hard. And with the help of the people that I love, And Maya, the dog, the dog that I'm always talking about, I was able to really pick myself back up. But that hard experience also taught me that I need to have myself. Like, I think I was definitely putting my energy into other people to make myself happy, but I needed to do that for me. And my stepdad was someone who, like, was very, very, independent, very strong, very hardworking, and I wanna be that, and I will be that. I'll probably make a whole episode on this. Okay, next one. No one, wait. Don't let the distance between where you are and where you wanna be scare you out of moving forward. (laughs) When I first started working out, you guys know fitness has become a huge part of my life this year, it's always been a part of my life, but I really prioritize my life kind of revolves around fitness now. On my free time, on my on the days that I'm not working, I'm at the gym. I'm at SoulCycle. I'm at the bike at home. And I remember like my body was going through some changes. Like I was becoming more muscular. But in my mind, it was like an extreme, even though it really wasn't. It was just my body getting toned. And I didn't really know how to handle it. I was like, maybe I should take some days off from working out and i was like no i am being really hard on myself like i like i can't expect this journey to be like a flat road and just straight ahead you know i there's gonna be bumps there's gonna be some curves and no, but actually some curves. And I just have to allow myself to be because I will get there at some I'm kind of getting there. I know I have a long way to go, but like, like I'm a perfectionist when it comes to certain things and I, it bothers me when I can't just go from zero to hundred real quick. Everything takes time. Every everything takes practice. The more you do something, the better you get at it. You're not going to be the best right away. And that's just something you have to accept. Next one no one else is entitled to your time other than you don't lose yourself trying to please someone else period period and i'm referring to dating when it comes to this because i remember someone asked me out on a date at the restaurant that i worked at and they were very persistent you know and i really do love that like people who are persistent because it shows that they care they really want to take you out and i did want to go out with him i was in grad school at the time and I was doing Soul Cycle, and I was, what else was I doing? I can't even remember, but I was doing something else. And it was a lot on my plate. I was just like, I really want to go out with you, but I can't, I literally cannot. And he was like, he called me, cause he was like, hey, like you never, let me know if you could go. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I just don't think right now is the right time. And it was really hard for me to say that for some reason. That's why I couldn't respond to him because I was like, I don't know if I can do this right now. You're great, but I am so busy. It's just not the right chapter in my life right now. And I can't indulge myself into someone else. And he was like, okay, cool, cool. Don't worry about it. And that was a way of me respecting myself and my time and not Leading someone else on because it just wasn't the right time. You know, time is precious. Well, for me, I think time is super precious because I know that I don't know if I'm guaranteed tomorrow. And I try so hard to live every day like it's my last. It's obviously not obtainable every single day, but I do try and I do little things every day for myself that make me happy. But if someone is aggravated towards you because they you aren't texting back right away, or you're not giving them as much attention as they'd want. Like, goodbye. No, 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 no. That's what we're not doing because people have other things going on in their lives other than you. You have to remember that. People have their own lives. And some people feel so entitled when it comes to other people's time. Like, no, we got things to do. We have plans. Next one is comparison will kill you just be you it's a lot easier said than done to be honest especially with social media especially with so many things in the world um it's hard honestly it's hard to want to look your best but then seeing someone else and then wanting to look like them and then you're like why don't I like remember once again no one is you and that is your power when you are yourself, you are the most beautiful. Just remember that. And someone who loves you will look past through all your fucking flaws. I need to take my own advice, wow. Someone who loves you will look past your flaws and love you no matter what. And also, a person is worth more than their physical features. Like, I, I think the inside is what matters the most. This is me getting corny, but it's so true. Like yes there has to be physical attraction blah 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 but I think when you really get to know someone that is more important than oh they're attractive yeah but they're an asshole so like what's you know okay next one I remember someone said this to me or I heard it I can't remember but it says tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are man like you don't really think about it that much well, I didn't think about this that much. It really says a lot. It's self-explanatory, really. Like who you surround yourself with is a reflection of who you are. Okay, next one. Tell the people you love that you love them. When my stepdad passed away, um, I had this huge fear that I was gonna lose my. I had this huge fear that I was gonna lose my mom, and. Once I lost my mom, I was gonna lose everyone close to me. Um, because that's just how my mind was working at the time. And one thing that I did after that was every time we would end a phone call, even if I was mad at her, I always said, I love you. Because you don't know If that's the last time And I know this is like Such a pessimistic way of thinking But When you experience death Especially someone super close to you You really really see The importance of Telling people that you love That you love them Because life is Not Guaranteed And you don't know if that could be your last day or their last day so just tell people that you love that you love them that's it next one taking care of yourself is also productive okay so when my stepdad passed away and I went through a breakup I kind of I used work as an escape some might say that's not healthy And others might say that that was you know a good way of distracting myself um and i'm kind of torn in the middle because yes i was able to work a lot and make money and do things that i had wanted to do and um but in a way it was very unhealthy because i was so busy that i didn't even touch my phone at work also the restaurant was like super super busy and I loved it because I was like I don't have to be at home and cry my eyes out and like I was just numbing the pain um and I also met some really really amazing people at work like my coworkers, my manager like I just was so distracted man like it was it was like I want to say like three months of just distracting myself and once that was over because the restaurant started slowing down I really had to confront my emotions and I had to heal so I did and sometimes we have these thoughts that you have to be productive every day you have to work your ass off blah 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 and it's okay to just relax and take some time to yourself and really dive into your wounds and try to heal them because if you don't heal them you're just gonna project them onto other people and what's the point of that my next one is that my journal is my best friend wow journaling has become everything i run to my journal literally i cannot wait to write things down because After coming out of a four-year relationship, like I've said before, you get attached to someone, you always run to them when something happens, you want to tell them everything that's going on in your life, and I had never really been single, so this is all I knew was going to that person and telling them everything, and then once I started journaling, it was like I was venting to my journal, and the best part is looking back even sometimes right after I wrote something down, I can just see things clearer and I can like make a decision based off of that. I'm like, okay, this is how I'm feeling. And sometimes I'm like, okay, Rox, you're being so fucking dramatic. And then other times I'm like, okay, this is valid. Like, you know, you can say this. Or sometimes I just, I talk to my journal like my best friend. I manifest in my journal. I also write, schedules in my journal like I just do so much and I have like 20 journals my mom the other day was like why do you have so many journals and I'm like mom you got to get on this wave like you really do she doesn't get it but like I tell her that I write things down and she's like that's great like that you're manifesting because let me tell you this year all I've done is manifest I manifested getting into grad school I manifested becoming a virus writer. I manifested getting the soul cycle bike Like, I have just manifested a shit ton. And it feels fucking amazing because it lets me know that I'm doing something right. Okay, next one. The way you treat others is a reflection of how you treat yourself. This one, man, like, this one knocked me out. Literally, like, it was like a brick hit my face. I was like, whoa. Sometimes we're so concerned with how we feel and, like, treating ourselves and being good to ourselves, which is they're all great things but what about the way you treat other people you know yeah you can be nice to yourself you can be nice in public but for the most part how many people can say that you've changed their lives or that you've impacted their lives somehow that is more important in a way because that says so much about you and sometimes I have to take a step back and be like, am I doing something for other people other than myself? I heard this in a YouTube video. It was about like being fearless or something. She said, when you're comfortable with asking for the small things in life, it gives you the skills, the habits, and the confidence to ask for the big things in life. The small things could be like, if your coffee barista messes up your order, you could be like, hey, like I'm actually allergic to dairy. um, And this is whole milk. Like, do you mind substituting it for almond milk? You can be demanding in a nice way, if that makes any sense. It also gives you the confidence to ask for big things, like a raise in your job or I don't know, just so many things. And we sometimes we overlook like the small things because we don't think they're a big deal, but they kind of go hand in hand with the big things. Like, do you have the courage to ask for the small things if you don't? How do you expect yourself to even ask for the big things? Next one is don't be afraid of rejection. Oh, as an Aries, I have like an ego and I'm terrified of rejection, even though I have been rejected from many things in my life. Um, I think rejection is just, you know, saying that maybe this isn't the right path for you or you know, maybe you need to work harder at something and maybe you haven't put enough time into it, which is fine. You just have to try to see what makes more sense. You just have to see it in a different light, I think. And most of the time when we get rejected, we see it as like, I'm not good enough. I worked so hard, but like, I'm not, I'm not the one. And it's not that. It really isn't. I think that we just put so much pressure on rejection and if anything rejection could be an amazing thing because it is a way of life guiding you in a different course next one is you have to make your own decisions you cannot base your decisions off of other people's opinions <sighs> wow i really have to i really have to take my own advice like i really do um there was a time period I was just going to my friends for every single thing this was when I wasn't journaling so I kind of just like telling my friends what was going on and then taking their advice and then making decisions based off of their advice when I really should just be making the decisions off of my own self I shouldn't have to run to others for that so I've been journaling a lot because of that don't judge others instead try to understand them You know, when someone's nasty to you, when someone's rude, you can- you have options. You can either dwell on it, be upset that this person treated you like that, or treated someone else like that. I mean, every situation is different, but... I try to see where they're coming from. And I really try to understand what's going on with them. Why are they projecting this way? And usually it's from their own shit that they're going through and it's hard to tell yourself that and really try to see why someone could be so hurtful so rude and when people act that way towards me I kind of just like let it be I don't have the thing is I don't put my energy into that because I don't care that's the thing if, if you're gonna treat me like that there there's something going on and you need you need to do something about that because n- people are not going to tolerate that. Yes, you might hurt some people by being rude. And I don't know. I'm just thinking of, like, people who are rude to, like, Starbucks baristas. Like, first of all, it's fucking coffee. Like, <laughs> like why are you this upset? Second of all, people have – like, baristas, it's a hard job. They're running around. They have to make all these drinks. They mess up your order. It's going to be okay. Trust me. There's always tomorrow. Or even, you know what? You could always come back and get another drink when it's less busy. There's just, I don't understand people who just want to be rude, to be rude. And it, you know, patience is key and kindness is key. You don't have to freak out over little things like that. You don't have to be a a rude person. Okay, next one. A grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. Like I told you guys, I've been journaling, I've also been writing down what I'm grateful for every single day. If I forget to do it in the morning because I don't have time or something, I'll do it at night, right before bed. It really, really changed my life and I think everyone should do it because you could even write down like, I'm grateful to have this pen in my hand to write this down like the little, little things that someone out there doesn't have. You know, I'm grateful for my phone. We don't really think of our phones as like this amazing thing. But think about it. iPhones are fucking expensive. Not everyone can afford an iPhone. Like, and everyone here in the US just has one just those little things like be grateful, man, because you don't think about those things that much. But I even write down, I'm grateful for my coffee because coffee makes me so happy. It's not an expensive thing or anything like that. Well, it depends. It could be expensive, but I just make coffee at home in the morning and it makes me happy. It makes me happy that I even have coffee at home. Like, I'm just, I really try to be grateful because there's people out there who really have it worse and they are less fortunate and... You really, really should be grateful for the small things. So I think there's only 19. I don't know. I could be wrong. But this is the last one. Allow yourself to love again. I, like, don't even know if I want to talk about this because I hate being, like, I'm very, I'm a very open person. I really am. But certain things, I get so, I get this, like, weird feeling in my stomach. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to talk about this. But I think I should because... I'm sure people have gone through this it's normal <sighs> after being with someone for so long and then splitting up I have this thought in my head that things can come to an end at any split moment and I'm still working on this actually where I am just allowing myself to love someone and if I get hurt I get hurt and I will go through the emotions of sadness but love is beautiful and for a while I thought love sucked I was like man like who wants to be in a relationship that's a lot of work like I don't even know if I want to get married and I'm I used to be someone who like wanted to be married I wanted to have kids and I still want to have kids I wasn't so sure on the marriage thing though but like I think I was really hurt I just think I came from a place of hurt and I was scared to allow love to happen again because I just didn't want to go through those emotions again it sucks it really does suck but I think I'm ready and I want to give it a chance again so those are all of the 20 things I learned in 2020 I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode I enjoyed it a lot because one I was organized and I was prepared and two it's nice to hear my own advice sometimes because I keep it inside. Don't really talk about it. And when you say it out loud, things are different, you know? If you guys enjoyed this podcast, please give it a review on Apple Podcasts. Check us out on Instagram at Coffee on the Rocks Podcast. Follow me on my personal Instagram at Fit with Roxy. And I will see you guys. No, not see you guys. I will talk to you guys in my next one. Happy freaking New Year.